You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. Dizzle, DC. Your man have streams. This is episode 83 of the All Dressed Out Podcast. Look, we're coming in a little late because I appreciate my man giving me the time and opportunity. I had a wonderful event this evening. I'm just rushing through, just getting home from. Shout out to Denver and Denver and Jordan. I'm going to give you that on 80, episode 83 and date this from Denver and Jordan. No, no, baby boy coming soon as the baby shower. It's a lit baby shower. I had a, had a hell of a time, man. Hey, look, Hef. 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 What a two weeks we have had, my guy. Wow. What a two weeks we have had. What's going on with you, man? I'm talking about milestones have been made. <laughs> Baby Nova. <laughs> Baby Nova has flew to California and right. back. Right. To California and back. I mean, my baby girl's 18 months as of yesterday, because you know, if you didn't know, she was born on the 1st of January of last year. So mm-hmm. to see her now, you know, doing something new every day is such, yeah. a, is such a pleasure, Kate. And I'm sure you experienced that with your four girls. Um, but it was great, man. She hung in there on a five and a half hour flight. I feel for the people who had to ride close to us. Because <laughs> she definitely gave gave it a run. Yeah, but Callie was yeah. great to us, man. Definitely got to rock the um all dressed up podcast attire out there and spread the word and let people know what we do each and every Sunday night at nine o'clock. Cables. Mm. Mm. Look, man, I love it. I mean, you living it up in Cali. You got to let's talk a little bit more about this trip, man. Man, give me a happy belated birthday. Tell happy belated I'm birthday. Sal, Sal Joseph, I love you. Sal, big Sal, what up, Sal? Send me my happy belated birthday wishes, man. Your boy have streams turned 37, man. Not yes, a fun sir. age. Not a yes, fun sir. age to really boast about, but each and every day that God gives me, I'm going to take it, man. Yeah, I'm man. Love it. About happy birthday so, is know, a great day. Turned 37, got to spend time with Chanel, my sister, Jelena, my other sister out in California. Love you guys. Really appreciate you guys coming through, babysitting over to give me and Sinead some time to go out to L.A. And um, I'm going to tell you about this spot we went to. I think it's called, um, like, Tower 71, the 71 High. I wish I had the name. I apologize for messing it up. We'll give you a plug probably in the future. But (laughs) Sinead got me this real dope dinner experience in the tallest building in LA. Oh, wow. And if you follow me on Instagram and um, have underscore streams, you see that I posted it, but I'm scared of heights, bro. So I, I'm not going to lie. Like I told her when she, when she was telling me about the reservation, I was like, man, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to do that 70, 71st floor. Right, 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 right. But they create such a good ambiance, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and the and the um the sights was just so beautiful, man. So yeah. you know, like I said, love you, Shanae. I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, had a, had an excellent time, bro. And of course, you know, you got the weather. I don't oh, gotta tell you guys. The about beautiful. The what up, Roland? Appreciate you sliding through, my guy, Roland. Hey, man! Roland. Shout out to Gator Roland, aka Gator. I spanked him in two K. <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit right now because I told him when I played him, I played real humble. I'm retired. I don't really play the game. Uh, <laughs> I gave him one of those. You put them together. I said, Yeah, I don't play it like that. I had to come out and spank him, man. Four one O's in the one building. Of what up, my guy? Four one O's in the building. What up, man? Hey, look. So, you know, birthdays galore, birthdays galore, trips, lavish trips, and extravagant vacations. Out there having fun, living it up, man. You gotta, you gotta celebrate every year. My man, my man, said extravagant vacations. Extravagant vacations. You gotta celebrate each and every one. Hey, man, you work hard. You gotta live a little, right? You work hard, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So look, man. Where you want to start? I think I, you know what. Before I know where I want to start. <laughs> shout out, shout out to your boy Juby. 
Shout out to Juvie, man. I just watched the Tiny Desk series with Juvenile for the second time, contributing to the 1.5 million views that he had on YouTube. But Tiny Desk series is one of my favorite series. And when I heard everybody raving about, oh, Juvenile's dropping one, I was like, ah. And then I thought about it and I said, nah, it's probably going to be off the hook. So, so Roland, we pay hold on, hold on, K Dizzle. See, Roland's one of the newer viewers. <laughs> so we have to let people know when K Dizzle puts a number up is when you can come in. Okay, so I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him off the rip. And, 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 and you gotta be in his defend his uh, defend his honor right now. And you gotta be thankful that <laughs> K Dizzle put it up this early because you usually don't get the number this early. No, you usually don't get it this early. But, but before before we were really interrupted by Roland. <laughs> What was I talking about? Okay, we were talking about uh, Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk. Thank so, you for going on. So before you go into that, the only okay. reason Juvenile, you know how that started, right? No so clue. the only reason Juvenile had the Tiny Tiny Desk concert was because he made a tweet about it, said, if I get a certain amount of likes, you know, you know, get me on a Tiny Desk, you know. And so the internet went crazy. Twitter went crazy. And they finally got it, finally got it going. So yeah. I knew it was going to hit. I, I posted, he had like, you know, 400,000 views. In like th- you know, two hundred fifty views in like three hours, so it was crazy. Yeah, it was. So I knew it was going. To, I knew it was going to be off the chain. But go ahead, man. But the shit was so funny, man, because Manny Fresh and like somebody auntie on that jump. When I saw, <laughs> when I saw, what's good, Dave? Hanks, what's up, yo? When I, when I saw uh, Manny Fresh sitting there with the uh, the auntie cut with the, with the little design on the side and the high uh-huh. fade in the back. I mean, no, oh, don't get me wrong, though. He reminded me <laughs> how many hits he produced because he. Manny Fresh produced some hits. Mm-hmm. He did produce and, some hits. And he looked like somebody auntie on Tiny Desk, though. Like, I, yeah, I swear. But he turned it up. He was the first person I saw to go in a crowd in Tiny Desk and uh-huh. flip the microphone over. And, like, they put the camera in the crowd. They played back that ass up twice. They called they for They played it twice. Encore. Yeah, they called, they called for an encore. For, they called for an encore. They did. Where do you rate? Where do you rate the Hot Boys in top groups of all time? Because you know they put that Billboard top group list out, and that shit was trash. But I don't even know where they put the Hot Boys. Where would you put the Hot Boys? The Hot Boys in top groups? Yeah, I'm of not, all time. I don't. I don't know, bro. I can't put them in nothing crazy, man. You know, I can't put them in nothing crazy. Oh, I'm not putting them in all time. Uh, I'm putting them. Now. Yeah, he did look like somebody. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he looked like the auntie. And then when he turned up at the end, uh-huh. the encore, he was in the crowd. Man. He said, need to know. Oh, you need a number again, no text. Yeah, he's looking a little rough, rough book there. He did look like he's he's gonna make some greens or something for somebody. Auntie, auntie man. Yeah, he's gonna cook some cook some chicken for you. <laughs> you hungry? All right, so <laughs> he was looking a little. Looking a little auntie-ish on there. But look, um, did you run into your boy LaFraud out there? He wanted to know. Sal wants to know if you met LaFraud out there in, in the good California. Did I run into LaFraud? <laughs> He's already no. starting early. No, but I'll tell you what. I tried to play like LaFraud today because I'm 37 out there playing basketball this morning. Kate does with like 18-year-olds. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm already, right. yeah. Over yeah, here. you are you broke up already. So look, let's talk about what's been what's been real big in the streets. Okay. Uh what's been real big in the streets. Before that, let me send the link to my guy because obviously there's some stuff he wants to get off his chest. I'm gonna send it to him. What you right talking now. about, Dave? What you mean for what genre? What you talking about? I don't know what date what, what genre? Uh, are you talking uh, about uh, tiny uh, desk? Dave genre, what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Dave. I appreciate the support and you coming through. He's probably, talking, he's probably talking about it in regards to what uh, what genre, what um, the Tiny Desk concert was. But look, here's, let me put this. Can I put this picture? Oh, the Hot Boys. Yeah, for the greatest, oh, one of the talk, greatest groups I'm of all time. hip-hop groups. Billboard put them at 25? All right. Yeah, that's if, fair. Hey, well, at some point, you know what, Kate, there's a lot that I'm not trying to take control. And, and go, go, ahead, go ahead. But we should pull up that list, man. Huh? Oh, the list? list. Pull up the list. Let me see. Yeah, that billboard time. We don't have to do it right now. Oh, no, no. Can. I'm not gonna pull up that list. But hold on. Let me before I before I pull this list out. My man said, "Look, bring me in right now. Come in early." What's good, my guy? Turn us down in the background, man. We get that feedback. What's the word? Man? 
Yeah, turn that turn that down in the background when you go on ADU podcast, please, sir. They're not knowing in the background, man. Are you good? You good? What's up, Dave? What you got on your breath? Gotta turn something down, Roland. Turn it down. Oh, it's rolling. This is rolling. We on, we on Spotify and iTunes. What? What's up, Roland? What you bring to the table, man? Oh, hold on. All right. Turn us down, please. Turn us down, please. My man. Stay yeah, what you doing, my guy? Stage is yours. What's up, baby? What you what you got, man? What, what's what's pressing? So pressing on you, man. Said, look, bring me in right now. I can't wait till we get to the deep dive. What's going on, man? What's up, well, welcome, Mister? Welcome, Mister Gator, to the podcast. Well, well, I gotta say, it's a pleasure to be on here, man. Seriously, sure. it really is, man. You know, my coworker, man, he really inspires me, man. You know, he knows my story, man. Obviously, you're a good friend of his, man. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to support, man. I'm supporting whatever, man. As long as I ain't doing what I was doing before the past, I'm always for it, you know. That's it. It's all about growth. It's all about the next level, man. And it's greatly appreciated. I'm really and, I'm, and, and guess what? I'm older than you guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm just inspired by the... He might not be older than Kate Dillson. Oh, just oh. assume because he looked young. He got a shaving face. Yeah, he looked a little young. You know what he looked like, man? He looked like... Damn, what's that dude's name? Um, Go ahead, Benny, Roland. Benny the Butcher. I'm from Uptown, Roland. Don't play. <laughs> you, think look. Look like, you think you look like Benny the Butcher? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, look, I'm t- hey, listen, I'm telling They know me uptown, though. A lot of dudes know me uptown, sure. though, man. For sure. For sure. A lot of dudes know me uptown. I used to roll with a lot of dudes uptown. You know, obviously, man, I, you know, I grew up in the Montgomery County area, man. You know, um, and uh, I've been through some things before. You know, I got a lot of people's uptown, man. Okay. Those are the main dudes I used to deal with up there, man. Yeah, yeah, some real cats. Some real cats. Yeah, some yeah. It's true, true to it. Look, I'm talking about, I'm about, they see me on here now, they stamp it. You know, they be like, oh, yeah, we know that's Big right. Merlin. You know, he used to call me Big Merlin because I was big. But, you know. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Hey, all right. We go, we go, we go keep it light because we, we can go in and start naming some names and then we'll get real together real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, if I name, hey, listen, listen. Once I get the name and names, you'll be like, oh, yeah, here, fish. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, look, why you got, why I got you up here, I don't know if you pay attention. I'm going to bring it to the forefront, too. I'm going to share this picture right now because it's very important. Okay. All these people, all these people right here, have been recently laid off by Disney. We available ESPN. ESPN. We are, are available. <laughs> Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy, Keyshawn Johnson, Tommy Shea, Max Kellerman, the homie, Susie let Colbert, go of Steve Young. Steve, Susie Colbert, the staple, Ashley Brule, Alfonso Ellis, Rob Nickovich, Dave Pollock, Matt Hasselback, Jason Fist, June Lee, Steve Young, Nick Frieda, uh, and Jordan Cornette. They just brought on the Pat McAfee show. Just hate that man. Serious dollars. And of course, you know, Stephen A got his big contract recently. So what is wow. going on at ESPN right now? What is the word at ESPN? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man. It's just like how the world is. Um, you know, everybody wants to hear a drama. You know, drama mm-hmm. sells. For sure. And um, that's why Stephen A. Smith is still in business. He's probably always will. Because he's a very controversial individual, and he right. knows what it takes to make money. These guys here, you can't go up there and just just talk about what's going on and have knowledge on stats on individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you 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 that why you think you have Shaq, Kenny Smith, and all those guys that's still in business now. They're gonna they have a contract. They're gonna keep signing that contract for as long as they live. For sure, but you know, um, because they bring some type of they bring things outside of the game of basketball. You know, you want to bring. You know, I know me personally. When I first started listening to Stephen A, I said, "Man, it wasn't about basketball." Yeah, I said, "Let me go turn his head because he be tripping." You know, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, but we got quality people right here that got cut. You know, Max Kellerman, love it or hate, it's a quality, you know, quality anchor, quality guy. But see, uh, you got to think about, you got to think about the one thing we haven't spoke what, on. Who owns? That? Who owns ESPN now? Yeah, Disney. Disney's cutting. You know, yeah, Disney's, Disney's realizing that they can go. And cut all these salaries and, mm-hmm, save, mm-hmm. and save, save about a good fifty to a hundred million dollars by just cutting all this, all of the uh, all their talent, and they're trying to shift to you know a, a very skinny skeleton crew. 
And I'll be honest with y'all, man, when it came to the NBA playoffs and the finals, I thought when the finals got presented by ESPN, that mm-hmm. shit was nowhere near TNT. No. Right. No, you're very true. Very true. There's different. There was definitely different levels as far as um, yeah. who was who was broadcasting and and how they presented it. Because you know, ESPN they were still new to the game as far as in that aspect. Now they they have other areas locked down in sports and how they do stuff. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, this is this is huge. You know, you got 15 yeah. guys right here. It's unfortunate. You got 15 quality people that now they are no longer in, you know, in the offices now because because we're only used to like one or two, you know, we're used to, you know, um, Shannon Sharp and, you know, that whole situation. Is he going to ESPN? Are they making room for just having, you know, marquee, Absolutely. marquee uh, commentators now or or what, or what are we doing? Because. With Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee got a whole crew. He brings the whole crew with him. Mm-hmm. Man, you know Pat, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee yeah. got his runoff on social media. Yeah, he got his off social media. He, and he started, you know, he did broadcast. He did broadcast. And was like, yo, let me do my own thing. And he yeah. killed it. Absolutely yeah. killed it. And so you got guys like, you know, Rich Eisen's always going to be a part of NFL. But he has his own lane where he does his own stuff and is killing it in the game as well. So now... You just leave a lot of area for all these guys to branch off and do their own little things, in which they will. Uh, you know, I always I've been watching Max Kellerman since he was doing boxing. So, you know, look, sad to hear. We we wish them the well. Huh? Max Kellerman's on that list. Yeah, yeah. Max Kellerman's on that list. Yeah, exactly. Max Kellerman, Tom and Shea, Keyshawn Johnson, Jeff Van Gundy, and Jalen Rose. And like K. Yep. Dizzle said, Susie Colbert, they're going to Susie Colbert, 27 years. They've probably been waiting to get rid of her. Sunday Night Football. You, If you watch Sunday Night Football, you knew you were going to see Susie, Susie Colbert at some point. Joe Namath got his little rocks off messing with so Susie Colbert. Who are they going to get to face those people, man? We don't Shit. know. It's just going to be, it's, like I said, for one, it's just going to be more podcasts. It's just going to be more YouTube. It's going to be more avenues where they're at. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith is still there. But, Stephen A. Smith's not going anywhere. You know, I... I don't. I don't really watch the guy. But, but, but Skip Bayless. Really Skip Bayless is definitely hiring. <laughs> Skip Bayless is definitely hiring. He definitely have for show. Hey, Roland, I'm gonna pull you out for a few minutes, okay? Well, I'm gonna okay. bring you back. All right. Anyway, yeah. All right. So look, this next conversation that we're gonna have, and I'm gonna keep rolling because Roland probably gonna want to get deep in it too. Um, is hold on, let me pull it up because my man hit me up. Was like, yeah, y'all make sure you top off. Okay. Has anyone heard the Jeremy Brown story? Or who has not heard the Jeremy Brown story? Are you aware of the Jeremy? Were you aware of it before I showed it to you? Half. I, I was aware of it. Before you saw the video? You, before you showed it to me. Okay, you saw I the video? Did, I did see the video. I didn't see, I don't think, the full footage that they had on it because, you know, they definitely said he put his hands on her, but I didn't see that part. I Not that I needed to see the physical assault, but I saw everything leading up to it. Yeah. So, so basically if you, if you're unaware, you know, a lady went into, uh, into a carry out. She was going to pick up her food, order food. Somehow the, the lady, I can't remember her name right now, but her and Jeremy Brown was there picking up and he was, he got, they got into an altercation, got into an argument and in which they got, they got to arguing with each other. Jeremy Brown got hostile. Was like, "Yo, get your food, or I'm gonna knock you out." And she was like, "My son's in the car," and she had a 14 year old son in the car. And so Jeremy Brown proceeded to, you know, mollywop this woman three times. Mm-hmm. Crazy, mollywop. It's all caught on video. And her son, rightfully so, see his mom's getting hands put on her. He comes. He comes out. Nah, you gotta say what she told him to do. What is she? What she tell him to do? Go she ahead. told him go get the gun. She told him to go get the gun. Mind you, it's an open carry state. It's an open carry state. Go get the gun because at this point, I, I, I'm not defending anybody. She she understands she's in a hostile environment and she knows that her son can't. He's you know, 14. He's 14 years old. He's not going. To, this grown grown man adult. So anyway, Molly wops it three times and then the kid puts three in his back. God dies. God dies. Okay, um, there are so many different layers to this freaking story. Okay, the first thing is one. Um, uh, I'll give you the synopsis. Basically, the 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 district attorney dropped the charges. Okay, they weren't they were arrested originally, 
you know, for for uh, first degree murder. Uh, and then they dropped the charges because they didn't have enough to go on them after they saw the video and saw what happened and saw it was self-defense. But during this time, social media went crazy, okay? Social media went crazy with all your people doing uh, doing memes of the situation, you know, reenactments of the situation, um, and just was just like unbelievably disrespectful throughout the whole process because a man lost his life. And then at the funeral, right? You know, you know what happens in the hood. We get put on t-shirts, right? At the funeral, did you see this half? At the funeral, they put, they got him on shirts calling him Knockout King and all this other craziness on, on the shirts, bro. Wow. On the shirts. I couldn't believe it. They got who on the shirts calling him. Knockout King? Him talking about Angel Dewey, knockout king. Let me show this. Let me show that. Because uh, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Who's got shirts saying he's a knockout? Family members got shirts. See that? They at this funeral. They oh, got my goodness. On Angel Dewey. Call him, could feel wear knockout king t shirts <laughs> on it. So get the fuck out of here, Kate. Doesn't I'm, I'm not, I can't, get can't the make fuck this out of here, man. This can't make this up. Going, this word is crazy. So, so look, man, I don't even, I, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where to begin. First of all, you know, when it happened in the video was surfaced, everybody was slandering the woman saying that she's horrible mom and all this, that and the other, you know, and other people showing where she, you know, it's totally the opposite. If you go and look at all the stuff she's done, but it's just bananas, man. You have to, I don't even. I don't even know where to start because I was having a con. Okay. I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with my, uh, with my parents the other day and their questions were this, exactly this. Um, because I was telling, I got kids going to ninth and the 10th grade and they were like, well, don't you think, um, don't you think that's, that's too soon? Shouldn't you, because you shouldn't, you shouldn't, they still keep it separate where you have middle school, you know, you have a mid elementary school to six, six, and then you have seven, eighth, you know, seven, eighth and ninth is middle school. Don't you think it's a little too school too soon for you to put them with 18 year olds and adults and you got pedophiles and all that stuff. I'd say, look, man, social media has treated us, has put us in such a position where we do things, there's so much information out there and people's doing so many things that are not just classless, but not even being cognizant of, of the atmosphere and what just happened. You got to remember a guy lost his life and during this process. And yet we got people reenacting it for likes and views. And you got other people that are, that are attacking the woman for that was attacked, trying to paint a picture. Mm. And then you got, and then you got the last part in the family, you know, doing some wild stuff. So, and look, you're the family. You're entitled to do whatever you want to do as far as the memorial with, you know, with them. You know who he is for who, you know, you know who he is, and you know him personally. So, you, if he's laughing at that, he's laughing at that. But you know, the optics of everything, everything that people are doing is just bananas, man. Just got to be careful out here, man. Got to be careful. It's and it's. um it's just too much. I mean, at the end of the day, the man put his hands on the woman in front of a 14-year-old son. He had access to the strap, and he did what he had to do in that situation. I think this yeah. is a quick one. I think this is a quick one. And if that makes his kids feel better to wear that shirt, call him a knockout king and all that, more power to him. But, you know, maybe maybe uh, he's somewhere, you know, in a, in a good place, hopefully, for them. But on this earth, he will no longer be. Yeah, he got them hot ones put in them because out here, I'm going to tell you right now, man, and this is another story that just solidifies the point that you cannot be out here putting your hands on people. And I'm glad that some of these stories go viral because it's a reminder that this is not 1992. Right. And a lot more people have a lot more fire firepower yeah. that they possess. And you want to go home to your family and just some quick 15-minute argument yeah. shouldn't escalate to you losing your life. So hopefully people live and learn from this, man. I hope so too. Hope so too. So let me let me, you know, it's crazy. I'm gonna flip to a little bit lighter conversation piece right here. And I'm gonna put it up right here on the ticker. Okay. 
BET <laughs> Source Awards. Okay. I, the <laughs> to those who remember the Source Awards, 410, 410 knows about the Source Awards. 410 knows about the Source Awards. Look, man, we had the 2023 BET MTV Source Awards last <laughs> week. And one thing I can say, because that so many people had so much to say about the awards and about the about the fashion, about the the acts, about everything about it. I think the the greatest part about it was Buster Rhymes getting his getting his award, lifetime achievement award. Time out, stop right there. That's it. So so when I saw Buster Rhymes get his lifetime achievement award, <laughs> and I don't see I don't see our loyal uh you know viewer Eric. It's on the track. Right. Oh, I don't man. see Erica tonight, but I thought about you. Kate, <laughs> oh, no, pause, you did. When he, when he got us, and, and don't get me wrong again, I, I don't want this to be clipped like I'm hating on Buster Rhymes because he's a legend. He's a legend. But the funny part that came to my mind was when Kate Dizzle put yes. him out there in a versus against the one and only Young Hove. I put him out And there. I said, Kate Dizzle should be really smiling wherever he is. I was smiling. Kate Dizzle is smiling right hey. now. And then I muted. Buster Rhymes' 30-minute <laughs> performance. Him and Swift Star must have did every song they have ever done. They brought I mean, everybody. They brought everybody out. Mm. They brought everybody out. Look, I thought about it. as soon as that, as soon as I said Buster, you know, you know, Buster did his thing, I immediately got I got texts from Arizona Ross. So understood. You know, that that's was hilarious. hilarious. That was hilarious, man. That was a failing attempt to at try to give Buster his just dues. Hole was not the one that the one for him to go against in that in that versus. Nevertheless, you better put him up against Uzi Bird. Nevertheless, the BET uh, awards there was there was not a single, let's say, um, single like um, like icon in in attendance. But I love I there wasn't a single fact. icon in attendance. I love the fact. Right was Khaled there? Was Khaled there? Did he perform? I didn't, I didn't know. No, but I love the fact right now. You're you're hearing rappers talk, actually rappers, like former rappers and mm-hmm. current rappers talk about the state of rap and the state of hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I know a lot of people clown Bow Wow, but Shad Moss came out there and Shad was talking. Moss, yeah. And and he was saying it straight up and down in the interview and he was like, you know, the reason why Billboard hasn't had a hip hop song in the, you know, number one in so long is because the music is trash. Mm-hmm. And he said it, and I and I try not to hate because I'm 37. I'm an old head hating on the young boys and shit. But when everybody's just sounding alike, though, that's when you start having an issue. Like a lot of this new era of music, it just sounds so similar to each other. And and everybody that was there that you know has been around a while was saying the same thing. Um, they were saying, you know, when all the music sounds the same, and we need to get back to the originality the uniqueness, the, you know, the different voices. Once we get there, then we'll see it grow, elevate, and cultivate into something new and different. You um, know, delivery, delivery used to be something that was set you apart from other artists. Mm-hmm. And especially when, you know, a lot of people didn't really have a lyrical talent, their delivery will kind of make up for that. You know? Yeah. Like, um, and now it's like everybody's sounding the same. So sonically, when the music sounds the same, it's all watered down. You can't be mad and feel like people are hating on you, but there's no there's no real hits. Like outside of J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, you know, and maybe Little Baby now, if I gotta put him up there because he's getting so much attention. Really everybody else is kinda in the same way. Well, they're all insane. I mean I know I do that. You know what? I look back on all episodes, I do that a lot. The big side, big ass side. Just because it's exhausting. Know, it's exa- it is exhausting because um, we can they, go down this we can go down this rabbit hole every this, episode. Oh man, we have a we have a whole Spotify playlist of ADU sleepers. I think the biggest issue is those with originality aren't being put on the radio. They're only known in certain certain cults and certain groups, and the only way you learn of it is if a friend of yours <laughs> shares it with you. But then you usually don't share it with the next person because you keep it in your rotation because you just found something new. 
they got internet internet fan clubs they got yes yeah, i mean those guys are, and, and it's okay too uh and it, it it only changes once once the um the oligarchs or once all the record labels decide that's what they want right everybody wants the instant tiktok song they can put on there and they're doing 70 dances and people getting paid advertising for the real music is being made. It's still out there. It's just not being put on the pedestal for people like it's not being marketed or pushed the same way that the other, the other music is being played. And, and look, music is music. They're all music. They want to do the same thing, copy the same thing sooner or later. It's going to fade. Sooner but, or later you it's fade. but you can't leave the topic without talking about the, the, the females leading the way right now in the rap industry, because oh. most of the females got the hot songs and unfortunately, they do, you know, they kind of pair that now with the sexuality. Like every female rapper, every female rapper's got this like dance number with them now where they just mm-hmm. like ass up and you know, whatever they do. But really, they're leading the summer, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ice Spice took the game over. You know, I don't know if it's her look. You know, I can't talk about her rap ability or lack thereof, but they definitely love her look with whatever she's doing. And but you I'm, got Cardi B and you got Lotto. Well, I, I, I'll say this. Okay, I'll say this. I, like I said, I just did I just did a whole four-hour DJ set, right? I did not play a single Ice Spice song during that entire four Good hours. Good for you. Good for I, you. You know what I did? You know what I did do, though? Good for you. I did play... Uh, uh, a Bia song, it's a whole lot of money. And That's that didn't even that it that was okay, but it didn't even go over that great. So I came out of it really quick. And these these this is was a this was a mid-20s crowd, right? This is a mid-20s, you know, a, a few years removed from college crowd. It's they not, you know, 30s, 40s, and then like that. These this is a younger crowd. So that just goes to show you well, where that music is, where that music is being populated and generated, it's not necessarily that crowd. But the, lady, but, but the ladies would have definitely danced to some ice spice. And I'm gonna tell you this: YouTube is another, you know, low key engine for a lot of these younger artists. There's a whole sure. YouTube generation that kind of sure. took over, kind of took over the MTV generation mm-hmm. because, like, Young Boy, Ice Spice, and some of these artists, they get millions and millions of views. Of course. And I always say people who get that amount of views, and I'm kind of hating, but it's like <laughs> only only child programs get that many views because it's replay. Kids replay things, yeah, of course, over and over and over, and that's what they're getting. They're getting replay, replay. Mm-hmm. Like young boy, he might do 75k his first week when he drops now, mm-hmm. but he's got he's got five million YouTube views, views. Tons, yeah, five million views, millions. yeah, yeah, tons of views. Advertise so, so they, another revenue stream. They're definitely, you know, if you could tell me better, man, you DJ, man. So, nah. so what did you play? What did the what did the twenty somethings like? I played a little bit of everything. It was all over the place. I mean, I played. It was really early two thousands. It's like early mid two thousands. You was on you your know, ja Rule ja shit. Hell no. I, you know what? I didn't even have. I got ja Rule, but I had to download some just because I, it was a request. A request being made by you ain't have no that. you ain't have no Yeezy in your Serato. Oh, of course I got Yeezy, of course. Uh, but but yeah, I mean it was it was just all you know mid tempo, uh, you know you know early two thousands mid two thousands music because that's when that's when you know their Drake. time to be alive was Drake. Lil not, Wayne. Not, a, not a whole lot of heavy Drake. Some Drake though, but yeah, it was there. But well, what the hell did you play, K? Doesn't I played shit. good music. Everybody had fun. I ain't going through all that shit. No job. No, it was the good thing about it was. You know, I didn't I didn't start getting a lot of oh play this, play that until like the end. One thing if you DJ or anybody DJ knows, the worst thing you can do to DJ is, is come over to the booth and say, Hey, 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 play this song. Play this song right here. Can you play this right here? Don't do that. Don't that's do why that. that's one why of those. Don't that's do why that. I can't DJ because I tell you get the that. fuck out. Get the fuck out of the booth. <laughs> <laughs> like, like DC Young Fly. <laughs> get out the booth. <laughs> but yeah, it was all good. It was all good. Um but look, we got a couple different deep dives in different areas where we're going. I know I said she was getting too small. As bad as hip hop, yeah. Yeah, as bad as So hip-hop. your boy wants to get linked back in. You want to link him back in one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go sure. into the deep before sure. we go sure. into the deep dive. 
for sure. Let me pull him in. Let me pull him in. Boy, episode 83, man. Can't guess how you feel in episode 83. I'm feeling good, man. 83 was a good year. It's impressive. Yeah, 50 years in hip-hop. It's impressive to make that. Very um, impressive. It's, I think, it. you know, with, with any type of genre, you go through your highs and lows. And right now, we're, we're you know, like the kids would say, it's mid well, outside, outside, outside of Taylor, outside of Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Lady Gaga, and if I'm missing somebody, forget. Doing all pop, bro. I'm talking about something. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Outside of those three, it's been music has been dominated by hip hop over the last 15, 20 years. That is very true. Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, and Ed Sheeran are the top three that come to my mind. If I'm missing somebody, let me know. But outside of that, hip hop has dominated. I mean, what happened to the punk rock phase, like the Blink One Eighty Two and all those guys? Like they'll still sell out a tour for themselves for some thirty-five and overcrowd. But like that whole wave went away. Hip hop culture sells. We sell our culture sells. Our culture is popular. Our culture is the wave. We set the we set the trends, the fashion, um, whatever whatever's going on. What we think is what, what is popular. What's exciting. Um, hip hop has been at the forefront of that for the past 15, 20 years. Uh, and, you know, coming out of the nineties in the early two thousands. And it's just, um, that's just how it's been. African-American culture has always been super popular and hip hop has been at the forefront because it's something that we created, um, that we created and that no one can lay claim to it. You know, we did create hip hop. We also did create a lot of country. We did create a lot of rock and roll. But we don't get to lay those claims to that like we do with hip hop because we made it our own and nobody else came after everyone else that was doing it. That's not of the culture. Um, it's not of the culture. It's um, that, you know, they're 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 well represented. And if you have talent, it's one of those things where even if you're not of the culture, if you have talent, we'll embrace you. Right. you know, we'll embrace you wholeheartedly. And so, we'll, you know, we'll give you we'll give you the opportunity. So, you know, it's one of those things where we own. We own it, and we're starting now to um, take ownership of it, um, true ownership of it, and and starting to and pull back. We've been pulling back the curtain for the past five, ten years on on where the money is going because a lot of those people who started that were pioneers did not get did not get the money that they were due. TLC got a whole biopic on it. You know, they was out there chasing waterfalls and the money was going down the drain. <laughs> money was going down a canal somewhere. You know, I sent you the link again, Roland. So the, the, the canal was going around, so, going out somewhere. There's you ain't lying people, about that, bro. Plenty of sob stories of people who did not get paid their just due. Definitely did not get paid their just due. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where we got to really, you know, we got to really be um, be proud of what we've done with the art that we have created and brought to the world. So um uh, gate is back in the building. What up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, yeah, I got some uh Hey don't be yeah, coming to like the uncle at the cookout <laughs> with your with your jade and corn in your lip. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Got that got that talk with it. What you say? We go bring, go bring. Come on back whenever you're ready. All those links I sent you. Like you about to change a tire. Hey, I'm about to. Three zero one eight five seven one seven five seven to join the conversation. We do not discriminate. Three zero one eight five seven one seven five seven. Join the conversation. We'll see you in link. We'll bring you on. Talk whatever you want to talk about. You lead the conversation. What you got, Gator? What's good? Well, I got a couple of people that's going. Uh, Hop up on here, man. Let's see if they hop on here, man. Oh my God! Send the link. All right, look, text the number. Send the link. We'll bring you on, and we're gonna, you know, we'll get into we'll get into some deep dive information real quick. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. The chat, the chat, the chat saying like old Otis, bro. <laughs> They're coming for you in the chat, bro. They're coming for you, Four They're coming for you, man. Man, I ain't tripping off that, man. You know, I ain't not me. You know, I, I, you know, I take the good with the bad, man. Oh, you know, sure. I, nah, you, 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 know. man. We appreciate you coming through, man. This was why we had fun, and it's live. That nigga said, "Oh, oldest looking ass." Ain't that some shit? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, dog. That's because you came through like Chappelle show and shit with your J. But look, but look, real quick, we're going to get into a little bit of a deep dive real quick. Um, I'm going to start with the first one, but we're going to talk about the other one that you put in there. Um, th- again, 301-857-1757. 301-857-1757. I'll send you a link. We text you. Come on. You shoot your, shoot your shit. Come on and, um, and just be a part of the process. But look, I saw a uh, YouTube clip, right? Saw a YouTube clip where this lady was talking about. They asked her, well, what, you know, what would you do different, you know, knowing what you know now versus, you know, what you knew then? And her whole thing was saying, um, well, I probably wouldn't have gotten married to the person that I got married to. And her whole reason was, she said, was because at some point she started moving in a different direction. She, she started changing and growing and, and preparing herself for whatever business or whatever she was doing. Basically she said she, she outgrew her mate. She outgrew him and decided that they wouldn't be able to become the person they needed or she with her. She felt like he, they weren't able to grow together from there. Right. So, that brings me a question, right? What to do or how to do what to what to do when you outgrow your mate or your partner, your spouse? How is this possible? Well, let me speak on this, man. Um, this is my advice to not just the male, but the female to itself. You have to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm single now. I ain't got time to be doing that. You know, for the younger dude, you know, when I was young, you know, in my 30s, shit like that, I'd be spontaneous, but I ain't got the energy. I'm just trying to take some money. But what I'm saying is you got to be spontaneous. You can't keep going home, go to work, come home, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You got to do, do something different okay. from the female's perspective as well as the male perspective. You know, mm-hmm. just got to be spontaneous. It's the only way it's, it's, it's going to last. Right. So let me ask you this, Gated. So in her situation, she was, they were married. Right. And they were married and they got together and both of them, you know, she started, she started to grow. You started to elevate, you started, you started to mature and get into different, different, bigger and better things. Right. When do you make a decision after you've made that commitment to that person that they are no longer the person for you because you feel like you're, you're going in a different direction? Well, you have to give, you have to let them know where you stand at first and foremost. Okay. And, and give them an ultimatum, basically, and say, hey, I'm going in this direction. I see that you're going in this direction. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go in my direction? If not, we're going to separate ways. There's nothing personal. Okay. This, so this- so I, I like what you said, and I like the way you said it, because when we're talking about that commitment, when we're talking about marriage, right, you said your direction, my direction. What about our direction? What about us doing these things together? Right. And now yeah. I can see, I can see a person saying, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to move in this direction, but it's going to be the, for the betterment of us. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing, right. We're going to elevate, you know, I'm going to start this business. This is going to be the betterment for us. Right. But mm-hmm. it's another thing to say, well, I'm going to start this business and I'm going in this direction. What are you doing? Right. Right. Cause that, because you got to keep in mind too when I'm when I'm talking about marriage and I'm and I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the the commitment, the commitment, right? Right. Is, right. is saying okay, you know, sickness and health, richer and poor, but most importantly, the entire process of the marriage is two people becoming one. And the biggest issue is when that growth spurt starts to hit. And I'm just I'm looking at this lady being online and saying, okay, well, I started outgrow my husband. Well, did you give them an opportunity to grow or did you give them an opportunity? Did you talk about the things before you decided? Or when does that, when do you decide to say, hey, that person is no longer for me? And if you got any questions, anybody in the, in the chat say two, three. Well, well, seven, the problem, the, well, the, well, the problem is, you know, as we all know, is the longer you be with an individual, you'll be more comfortable. Correct. And content. Mm-hmm. So the whole time, you might don't know, you're, you're a significant other. Might be on something else. She might be on something else, or he might be on something else the whole yeah. time. You know, and and, and they get to the point of where they they looking back like, dang, what you doing? Right, right. 
but you have to say something. That's why I say communication is the key to everything. Communication, right. the key to success. Right. Believe it or not. So, so what do you do, bro, when you outgrow your mate? Do you just cut him, or do you give him a you give him an opportunity? You already communicated. What's hey, up, I'm gonna tell you what you do. You be a friend, and you keep on moving, and you do what you got to do for yourself. Okay. So you, you friends on them. Dang, that's cold. Well, yeah, you be a you be a very good friend, an honest good friend, but you move on with your life. I, can, I, I know where you're going with that. I can feel you. I feel you. I feel you, bro. And I like how you're putting it down. So you saying you still there for him? You know, you gotta just take. Oh, yeah. take a, oh, yeah. You just gotta no take question. a step back in certain areas. No question. You'll do for them. You'll probably do for them more than you probably do for your own family. But yeah. guess what? Mm-mm. You ain't gonna hold me back. You you know you 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 just gotta do what you gotta do in life, man. And Marcus, mm-hmm. you know, like again, you know my story, Marcus. Yeah, it ain't a reason why every time you, you you call me or holler at me, and I'm by myself. It is what it is, man. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And, I, and and look, I, there are exceptions to the rule when you know spouses and friends can become anchors that hold you down. So Nate, hit it on the head. And look, and I, I'm not saying just because it's marriage, you got to stick in there, you got to stay there, and you gotta you know, you gotta deal with the person that's not willing to grow or not willing to move or not willing to, you know, commit to any change. Or even if they do, they don't follow through because like you said, communication and accountability is, is, is paramount in a relationship. If you don't, if you don't communicate those things, then everything else is going to fall by the wayside. It just makes it easier for you to say, no, thanks. It just but, makes but, it easier for but you. Not, but, but, yeah. not even, but one thing I'm going to say to why we still got you rolling. And Kate Dizzle was like, when you get so deep in a relationship, and even when things start to go by the wayside, like you say, because all relationships have their ups and downs, right? True. You start to even ask, like, okay, if I feel like I'm outgrowing my partner, what am I looking for? Like, like what do I wanna what do I wanna move on and find? Because that partner and I, we've we've gone through so much good and bad. You yeah. know, and I think that's that's why a lot of people tend to cheat instead of communicate like Roman said and have that conversation with their partner and just be upfront about it because they really don't want to move on even though they know that they've outgrown them they start to want their cake and eat it too and I think that's what a lot of people fall into that situation yeah I agree you you yeah. brought an interesting aspect to that. You tell when they outgrow, do when they is that when they begin to cheat when they outgrow? <laughs> I think so, honestly. Because when they outgrow, that's when they, that's when if, they decide. If, if you feel like you've outgrown someone, but you're afraid to tell them, and you're and you're afraid to actually move on, that might be when you start to let your inhibitions get the best of you because you might feel like, okay, let me go ahead and organically fuck up the relationship now because oh. I might not be able to have the conversation with her and say, look, I outgrew this. I don't feel like you are what I need anymore because I don't want to hurt her. So I instead go out and make that decision before Sinead drops the paragraph. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you a real perspective. Though. Yeah. It's almost like let me go ahead and just go out and get caught doing some dumb bama shit when I should have just had a conversation. I'm telling you. So let me read what Sinead says. A cheater is a cheater. I don't think it has nothing to do with outgrowing the person, being adult about the situation, and just breaking break up with them. Cheater cheating is a cowardly move. I definitely didn't say it wasn't a cowardly move, though. That's my yeah. thing. I think that's a path that people take because they can't had that conversation that Roland was referring to. And that, and that in itself is an issue. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you guys, and I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but it's going to benefit you. And this, you know, for the female (laughs) and the male, no bullshit. Like, like like my mother always taught me, man, um, be with somebody that's going to love you more than you love them. Amen. And I didn't really understand what she was saying until yeah. I fell madly deep in love with this bad joint. And I was like, dang, she got it. I should have had and she loved me, but it was just yeah. I love her more than she loved me. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, she so, can do no wrong. You, you know, I'm leaving out, it, yeah, I'm telling you, look, I'm leaving out of this situation now, man. This woman that love me to death. I, and I know this is the perfect woman for me. Uh -huh. Me, bad me, you know. This man smoking out the window. <laughs> why? 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 Well, I mean, you know, you know how things are, man. We go on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the ultimate A roller. I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate cop out, Roller. I'm going to tell you why, because I'll be 100% honest right now. Okay. I'm in a relationship where I love that woman more than she loves me. And there's nothing that she could say or do for me to believe that. Because one thing I refuse me to too. do, one, one thing I'll ever refuse to do is to do anything or make a decision that could possibly bring her hurt, pain, anywhere along the lines. Even if I did it, it even even if I did it and, it, and she never found out, I would never subject myself to do it, to have that out there. Because I feel I feel a certain way about her. And I and I love her enough to respect her. That's my video look on your screen. Lies, Alan. Lies. Go ahead. Fortunately for you, you was able to find somebody. But you said nobody. You said that was her. You said that was her. You said that was the one. You you she you loved her more well, than she loved you. We'll probably have we'll probably have thirteen hundred episodes about <laughs> talking about that situation. <laughs> hey, but look, but look. So well, the moral of the story is when you come across when you really really come across that person. Now there's a difference between loving that person more than you love them. You can be in love with something about them more than they love you, versus versus uh you know versus lifelong commitment talk. You know what I mean? Life right. commitment talk because that changes your mindset on everything you do from here on out when you're dealing with that person. But you know, a lot of people fall in fall infatuation, fall infatuation, get caught up, you know, get caught up and then and then look at the other things. It's it's we can go we can go into a thousand different ways. I think a lot of people when they outgrow their their spouse. It's all, it has a lot to do with them ignoring the red flags that they that they saw, but did not put in the forefront before they made that decision. Right, right, right. Because there there's some things you can tell about a person before you make a, a lifelong committed decision, or you put yourself in position just to move in, or you put yourself in that position to just become try to become one of a committed relationship. You see the red flags. You know what they are. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what they are. Yeah. So, 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 go ahead. All right. I hear y'all. I hear y'all, man. This shit, this shit is starting to make my neck hurt even worse. <laughs> because I went out and I tried to be young today and I played basketball again and I'm all hurt and shit, man. And then when I sit here and listen to Kate Dizzle go for about 10 minutes long, <laughs> that shit makes my neck hurt even more. But it's, but it's like what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, all right, Shanae says, there are men out here that will kill for the woman they love, but the same man has also cheated on that woman eight times. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's a very valid point, and it's very true, Shanae. You're always correct. But what I'm trying to say is you have to have that conversation. How many people rolling in that position? Are having that conversation, male or female? I can't really speak on the female. Well, like I don't, I don't really like like I can't really say the last time my man came to me and said, you know, you know what? Hold on, you know what? Have my girl told me she outgrew me, man, and, and she got to move on. I, I haven't had that conversation. Ugh. So, how many people are really having that conversation? Well, like Ashley said, from a man spent. Uh, 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 point of view, you they, they if he's not being honest and letting them know where he wants to be at, then he's acting like a coward, you know. Um, yeah, you, 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 I mean, women come and go, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't be like me lying and you know, because you want to keep her, you want to run what she's got going. They don't, 
don't deny her the opportunity to go out here and seek her happiness. You know, you got to be yeah. straight. You got to be straightforward with the woman, man. One hundred percent. But the only flip part about that is when you are like that, sometimes it don't even matter. Oof. Oof. That draws them because they know you honest. You know, they ain't used to dealing with honesty. Hey, bro, you starting to get comfortable in the all dressed up podcast now. <laughs> now you spitting facts, bro. So that's so, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So the so the so the comfort creates a disillusion that you know you ain't real. Is that what you're saying? You ain't you ain't real. This ain't this ain't true. I don't know how. Just put it like this. I'm single. I ain't figured it out yet. But <laughs> <laughs> you want to step closer, though, every you time. step closer. Right? Look, it's, it's, says again, sometimes it may come in the form of them trying to motivate you and inspire you to do more with yourself because they feel the disconnect. Um, I think, yeah, sometimes we, we, we interpret uh, we interpret nagging Nagging by the way, by the way, those, by the way, way. Those, those who know Shanae and I do not take our comments on these conversations <laughs> personal. It has nothing to do with me Lies, and Alan. Lies, Alan. They Lies. do not reflect our relationship. <laughs> you got to put the disclosure up there. Before you take this out. I got an idea. Why don't y'all add Shanae if she's willing to do it? And that's here. <laughs> not, not, not tonight, Roland. Not tonight. But thank you for your thank you for your input and all your and all your um effort. We appreciate hey, you. Hey Roland, we love you, man. We thank you for coming on early and often. You are always welcome, my guy, to bring to come in and bring the world. And we appreciate yeah, Roland, you putting this on, my guy. Man. And we'll pull you off right now, man. Love you. Hey, look, the more you know, the more people know Nene right there. So you ain't got to worry. She right there on your on your neck, B. <laughs> so look, look, man. Hey, hey, half. We did. We, I mean, we we started going in hard. We didn't even talk about some of this stuff, man. You talk. We got to talk about that. Probably. Um, let's get on IG probably this week and talk about that. Yeah, why not? It's adjustment. We got to do that. But look, you know, fun, um, fun shows. More always. More of the story is is communication. Communication. Communication always grows on that. When you feel like you got you outgrowing that person, it's okay. If they choose not to, you got to make that decision. I just more think y'all, I think y'all feel the shit, though. Why are we full of shit? Because how many people having that conversation? Like, Roland didn't really answer that question either when I asked him. Not a lot of people having that conversation. That's why you got to look. You got you get a lot of women being cheated on and men being cheated on. I'm, or, glad, you finally, I'm glad you finally answered that. because or just, or just sabotaging the relationship due to fear of honesty and having an open conversation because people aren't used to doing that. That's and, the perfect and, and word. Being, yeah. And becoming vulnerable to the partner or your, or, or your spouse or your significant other or whoever they may be can be seen as weak or it can be seen as, as a shot to the pride. A lot of people don't want to say what they really feel just because they're afraid of what people think of them. You so. put it perfect just now. You said what I was thinking. You said sabotage the relationship. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta uh, grow up. Y'all gotta grow some, grow some chest on your, your hair on your chest or whatever the analogy is. But be open, be honest with yourself, and be honest with others because we might nothing else matters. What? Nothing else matters. We only get one day at a time, and holding that stuff in. Is only going to hurt you even further. It's going to keep you further away from the person that you you'll find that you love more than they love you, and the person that's meant for you. Okay, always, always try to carry less bags. <laughs> as Erica Badu, I formally mentions, you know, in her songs. Mm-hmm. So, half tell them where they can find you, my guy. Back in Maryland. <laughs> it was good though. I'm at Half Streams Media, man, on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. And on IG, it's half underscore streams where we always engage and every day, as well as the All Dressed Up Podcast channel on Instagram, too. YouTube.com, ADU Podcast, IG, ADU Podcast is popping. Shout out to 410 Beer, man. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, go like, comment, subscribe, tell people about us. We're going to be posting more as more goes on. Case deals on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Don't forget to drop the Empire Building Series. Empire Building Series. I don't even have a link to it, but we are looking. If you're a businessman, you're an entrepreneur, you had some success, we want to talk to you. We want to pull you on the show. We want to do an interview with you and see what makes you tick, how you got to where you are, and how we can show how your success can help others get to where you are.
I don't, I don't hit, I don't hit Jay's during that series because it's a very business, it's a very business inspirational series that we go through. So, (laughs) hey, look, we have fun. We love to. If you're interested, you know where to find us. Drop us a link. Send us a text. Whatever you need to do. If you want to come on, be like Roland. Be like a boy Gator. We'll bring you on and we'll show you all love in the world. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all two Sundays from now. All right. Peace out. You know. You know. And I know. And they know. And we know. We go all I know, they 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 know